The kingdom is divided. Rehoboam is king of Judah. Jeroboam is the king of the other tribes of Israel. Jeroboam has set up his own cities whereby the people can go worship. He set up golden calves in those cities. He has removed the Levites from being the ministers of God and has appointed his own ministers. God sends a prophet to speak to Jeroboam as a result of what he has done. 1 Kings chapter 13 And behold, there came a man of God out of Judea by the word of the Lord unto Bethel. And Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. And this man of God cried against the altar in the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus saith the Lord, Behold, a child shall be born unto the house of David, Josiah by name, and upon thee shall he offer the priest of the high places that burn incense upon thee, and men's bones shall be burnt upon thee. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which the Lord hath spoken. Behold, the altar shall be rent, and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. Verse 4, And it came to pass, when King Jeroboam heard the saying of this man of God, which had cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold upon him. And his hand which he put forth against this man of God dried up, so that he could not pull it in again to him. The altar also was rent, and the ashes poured out from the altar according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. And the king answered and said unto the man of God, Entreat now the face of the Lord thy God and pray for me, that my hand may be restored me again. And the man of God besought the Lord, and the king's hand was restored to him again and became as it was before. Now after that happens, the king wants to have this prophet come to dinner and he wants to bestow gifts upon this prophet. So in verse 7, the king said unto the man of God, Come home with me and refresh thyself and I will give thee a reward. And the man of God said unto the king, If thou wilt give me half thine house, I will not go in with thee. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. For it was charged me by the word of the Lord, saying, Eat no bread nor drink water, nor turn again by the same way that thou camest. So this prophet went another way and returned not by the way that he came to Bethel. But along the way, an old prophet heard about this. And the old prophet is going to go to this young prophet with a message which he says is from an angel of the Lord. 
But the old prophet lies to the young prophet. It ends up that the young prophet turns from the instructions of God because of the lie of the old prophet, and the young prophet is killed. And there is a message for us in this, and that is cling to the word God has given you regardless. Paul even said in Galatians chapter 1, Though we or an angel from heaven preach another gospel to you, let him be accursed. Cling to the word of God that you hear. I've had so many church people try to turn me from the word that I have heard from God. God gave me a dream showing me there was a great danger ahead for me and then told me don't go until you see Exodus 15. I canceled all my meetings. One of the women at that time who was one of our, I think, ministers even came to me and said, you've got to go out. If you go out, the people will give money. But if you don't go out, they won't give money. And I said, God said, don't go, and I'm not going. See, you don't let anyone persuade you away from the word of God. You learn that. I don't care who it is that's trying to persuade you to go in a way opposite to what you've heard. If you believe you've heard from God, that's what you do. Well, in this case, this young prophet was not persuaded by the king. But when the old prophet came to him, the one that had more years, and he said, I'm a prophet too, and I've heard a message from an angel. And it was opposite to what the young prophet had heard. Well, we'll read this story now, because this is an important message to us. Cling to the word of God that you have heard. So let's return now and read this story of the young prophet and the old prophet. Now, the young prophet's already refused the king, said, I won't eat with you because God has told me not to do that. And even though you reward me, and even if you gave me half of your kingdom, I would not eat or drink with you because God instructed me not to do this. There are many times God has told me a situation and what to do, what not to do, before I got to the situation. So I knew not to do what they were telling me. 1 Kings chapter 13, verse 11. Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel, where the altar was rent. The words which he had spoken to the king, them they also told to their father. And their father said unto them, What way went he? For his sons had seen what way the man of God went, which came from Judah. And he said to his sons, Saddle me the ass. So they saddled him the ass, and he rode thereon, and went after the man of God, and found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto him, Art thou the man of God that camest from Judah? And he said, I am. Then he said unto him, Come home with me and eat bread. 
And he said, I may not return with thee, nor go in with thee, neither will I eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place. For it was said unto me by the word of the Lord, Thou shalt eat no bread nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest. Verse 18. And the old prophet said to him, I am a prophet also, as thou art. And an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with thee into thine house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied unto him. So the young prophet went with him and did eat bread in his house and drank water. And it came to pass, as they sat at the table, that the word of the Lord came unto the old prophet that brought him back. And he cried unto the man of God that came from Judea, saying, Thus saith the Lord, For as much as thou hast disobeyed the mouth of the Lord, and hast not kept the commandment which the Lord thy God commanded thee, but came back and hast eaten bread and drunk water in the place of which the Lord did say to thee, Eat no bread and drink no water. Thy carcass shall not come unto the sepulchre of thy fathers. And it came to pass, after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk, that he saddled for him the ass to wit for the prophet whom he had brought back. And when he was gone, a lion met him by the way and slew him. And his carcass was cast in the way, and the ass stood by it, and the lion also stood by the carcass. And behold, men passed by and saw the carcass cast in the way, and the lion standing by the carcass. And they came and told it in the city where the old prophet dwelt. And when the prophet that brought him back from the way heard thereof, he said, It is the man of God who was disobedient unto the word of the Lord. Therefore the Lord hath delivered him unto the lion which hath torn him and slain him according to the word of the Lord which he spake unto him. And he spake to his son, saying, Saddle me the ass, and they saddled him. And he went and found his carcass cast in the way, and the ass and the lion standing by the carcass. The lion had not eaten the carcass, nor torn the ass. And the prophet took up the carcass of the man of God, and laid it upon the ass, and brought it back. And the old prophet came to the city to mourn, and to bury him. And he laid his carcass in his own grave, and they mourned over him, saying, Alas, my brother. And it came to pass, after he had buried him, that he spake to his son, saying, When I am dead, then bury me in the sepulchre wherein the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the saying which he cried, by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel, and against all the houses of the high places which are in the cities of Samaria, shall surely come to pass. Now let's read the part in Galatians 1, where 
the Apostle Paul warns the New Testament church. Verse 6, Paul says, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you unto the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now, if any preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. We have to be really careful when somebody tells you, I have heard a word from God. You must be very careful about rising up against that word with your own wisdom because you might bring a curse upon yourself. God had said to me in December 2018, I had fallen at my house in Texas, the ambulance workers were rolling me on a gurney past the front door of my house. I heard a word from God. You'll never see this house again. When I got to the hospital, at one point, I called and hired a realtor to put the house up for sale. One of our church members said, I don't see how you can do this. I had already told that I'd heard from God. You'll never see this house again. She knew I'd said that, that I'd heard that word, but she didn't believe it. So she said, I don't see how you can do this. I said, but I've heard from God. You'll never see this house again. That's how I can do it. Eventually, it wasn't long after that that God removed her from our group. You can bring a curse upon yourself by rising up against someone when they say they've heard from God, for example, to retire from their secular job, you don't want to go against that word and discourage that person. I heard that one time from one of our people. She made a huge salary, and she was going to retire and have very little income. It didn't seem like the thing to do, but it proved that it really was a word from God. God had another assignment for her that came to pass after she took action of retiring. You don't want to stand up against something by your own flesh. We had a couple of young people in a church I attended in Dallas many years ago. They were married, a young married couple. They quit their jobs to go to Israel to minister, saying God had told them to go to Israel. I was just observing it at the time. I wasn't a minister or anything. I, I mean, I was, but I didn't know I was. A week later, they were back at church. And we said, what happened? They quit their secular jobs, went to Israel, were gone one week, and the next week they were back at church. We wanted to know what happened. And they said, well... We couldn't minister in Israel. We didn't even know the language. We got there and we, there wasn't anything we could do. See, they heard another spirit. But we didn't rise up to stop them. I didn't hear to stop them. 
you sure better be sure that it's God telling you to stop a person after they say they've heard a word from God. Because Paul tells us right here in Galatians 1, as we said before, so say I now again, if any preach any other gospel to you than that which you have received from God, let him be accursed. Gospel means God's story. God's story of what you are to do. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please man? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Now let's return to 1 Kings 13 for a minute. After the altar was broken this way in front of Jeroboam, after this thing, Jeroboam returned not from his evil way. He didn't give up his evil, but made again of the lowest of the people priest of the high places. Whosoever would, he consecrated them, and he became one of the priests of the high places. It was all done by man, and the thing became a sin unto the house of Jeroboam even to cut it off and to destroy it from off the face of the earth. These were two terrible sins done by Jeroboam. The first is he made two golden calves. He set up one in Bethel and the other one in Dan and told the people go worship there instead of going to Jerusalem. You don't have to go to Jerusalem anymore to worship. The second thing he did was he removed all of the Levites who were called by God to minister, and he put other vile, low-level people into the office to do the ministry. And this was a terrible sin against God. Today the ministers are appointed to the church by Jesus from heaven. They are called by Jesus, appointed by Jesus, instructed by Jesus on how to do the ministries. And those ministers Jesus gave to the church, Ephesians 4, 11, some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. In England, they're called vicars. In Rome, they're called Pope and archbishop. They call themselves whatever they want to call themselves. They change the doctrines of Christ into other doctrines and allow the people to sin and be approved in the churches. It'll all be destroyed by Jesus when he returns to gather the church, to gather the elect of God. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.